Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen and today is July 17th. Today we're going to continue in this week's Come Follow Me block. Yesterday we talked about Cornelius, about the kind of man that he was. And even though he was a Gentile, he clearly had faith in the God of Israel. He prayed to the God of Israel. He offered alms. He did everything that he could. And then he has this vision. We talked about how the angel said that the prayers of Cornelius had come to the ears of God and how God hears all of our prayers, no matter where we are, no matter how things are going for us, member of the church or not member of the church, God hears the prayers of his children. Now let's take a look and see what the angel is going to tell Cornelius to do. Verse five, it says, and now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodgeth with one Simon, a tanner, whose house is by the seaside, and he shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Now, I just want to pause there really quick to take a look at one smaller principle here, but a principle that can be really, really powerful. And it's a principle that we saw with the story of Saul as well. Remember, Saul is sitting there, he has this vision of the Savior, and the Savior sends him to someone with authority to help him. Now, let's keep in mind, the Savior has plenty of authority to forgive Saul's sins, to help him, to do whatever, but he sent him to someone on earth with that authority to do it. Now, again, we see a very similar thing here. Cornelius has this desire, and the angel sends him to someone with that earthly authority and earthly power to help. I think that this and the story of Saul, it's just a cool principle that shows us that going to someone with proper authority here on earth is so vitally important in our progression, in our repentance, in our change, in all that we are doing. Our Father in heaven has order and he wants us to follow that order. So if we need help with repentance, if we are seeking an ordinance or baptism, God asks us to go to someone who he has ordained and given that authority to here on this earth. So I think that's just kind of a cool principle that we see there. So let's continue on and see what's going to happen here. Verse seven, and when the angel which spake unto Cornelius was departed, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. And when he had declared all of these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. And he became very hungry and would have eaten, but while they made ready, fell into a trance. So here, as the servants of Cornelius are headed to Peter and to where Peter was, at that same time, Peter is on a rooftop, and he's hungry, and he's waiting for dinner to be served. And while he's waiting, he falls into this trance, begins to have this vision. Let's take a look at the vision. It says, And he saw heaven opened, and a certain vessel descending unto him, as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners, and let down to the earth, wherein were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth, and wild beasts, and creeping things, and fowls of the air. And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, What God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. 
This was done thrice, and the vessel was received up again to heaven. Now let's pause there. Before we even get into what this vision means, or what it meant to Peter, or how it must have been received, let's take a look at the timing of this. Here, God sends a vision to Cornelius. And in the vision, they're supposed to send someone to go get Simon. And then he times everything perfectly so that when the servants are almost to Peter's house, he shows Peter a vision so that when the vision is over, when he's had time to think about it, those servants would get there. What a coincidence, right? (laughs) How many times in our lives do we experience something like this, where everything is timed just right, or everything happens just so? so that everything works out perfectly. My friends, God is in the details. He orchestrates things in perfect ways to be of the greatest blessings and greatest help to his children. A couple of quotes that I absolutely love. Elder Maxwell once said, So it is amid the vastness of his creations, God's personal shaping influence is felt in the details of our lives not only in the details of galaxies and molecules, but much more importantly, the details of our own lives. Somehow, God is providing these individual tutorials for us, while at the same time he is overseeing cosmic funerals and births. For as one earth passes away, so another is born. It is marvelous that he would attend to us so personally in the midst of those cosmic duties. I love this quote. And I love that idea of God being so involved in all the small things in our lives while still overseeing all the big things of the universe. What does that mean? And what do we mean to him that he's so willing to be involved in those small details of our lives? Elder Maxwell also said, Coincidence is not an appropriate word to describe the workings of an omniscient God. He does not do things by coincidence, but by divine design. I love that phrase, divine design. And in fact, Elder Rasband gave a talk in 2017 called Divine Design. He used that quote in the talk and kind of based his entire talk around this idea that God is in the details of our lives. And that if we can have eyes to see, we will see his hand in our lives in divine ways. He says, our lives are like a chessboard And the Lord moves us from one place to another. If we are responsive to spiritual promptings, looking back, we can see his hand in our lives. Through the experience of my own life's journey, I know that the Lord will move us on that seeming chessboard to do his work. What may appear to be a random chance is, in fact, overseen by a loving Father in heaven, who can number the hairs of every head. Not even a sparrow falls to the ground without our Father's notice. The Lord is in the small details of our lives, and those incidents and opportunities are to prepare us to lift our families and others as we build the kingdom of God on earth. What should you be looking for in your own life? What are God's miracles that remind you that he is close, saying, I'm right here? Think of those times, sometimes daily, when the Lord has acted in your life, and then acted again. Treasure them as moments the Lord has shown confidence in you and in your choices. Treasure his involvement. Each of us is precious and loved by the Lord, who cares, who whispers, and who watches over us in ways unique to each of us. 
He is infinitely wiser and more powerful than mortal men and women. He knows our challenges, our triumphs, and the righteous desires of our heart. When we are righteous, willing, and able, when we are striving to be worthy and qualified, we progress to places we never imagined and become part of Heavenly Father's divine design. Each of us has divinity within us. When we see God working through us and with us, may we be encouraged, even grateful for that guidance. When our Father in Heaven said, This is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man, He was talking about all of His children, you in particular. The Lord's hand is guiding you by divine design. He is in the small details of your life as well as the major milestones. As it says in Proverbs, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and he shall direct thy paths. My friends, I testify that our Father in heaven is anxiously engaged in our lives. He is anxiously involved. He is designing our lives to result in the greatest amount of happiness, and he is using us in the design of other people's lives. We can be a blessing. We can be an answer to prayer. We can be that divine design that people see as we pay attention to promptings and do as our Heavenly Father asks. It is my testimony that God is very much in the details, both the big details of our lives and the small ones. And if we have eyes to see and if we will pay attention, we will see His divine design daily in our lives. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen. 